0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, the best of the West Coast Conference. BYU Sports Nation's top ten WCC players.
1: ESPN's Roxy Bernstein on who he'd vote for. And Jeff Judkins tells us how he'll get his team ready to run the table in Vegas. Nice. Plus, spring football
0: at BYU underway. The latest on Taysom Hill, Jamal Williams, and fallout from the Miami Beach
2: Bowl. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B,
0: here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation, back live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store. Your home for authentic BYU products, Tuesday, March 3rd. One day away from our departure to
1: Lost Wages. I mean, (laughs) Las Vegas. I believe it's Spanish for the Nino. Wherever
0: and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton teamed up with Prison Break Stunt Double Jerem Jordan.
1: Last Airbender, G.I. Jane, uh Walter White, uh all of the above. All of the above.
0: You've entered like this unique brotherhood around it is, yeah. town, yeah, around BYU.
1: I hadn't noticed how many people have a similar haircut to me until I had this haircut. It's kind I'm of I'm like kinda when, getting used to it. It's I'll kinda be like when you
0: buy a new car, you're like, Man, there are a lot of people who have my car.
1: Yeah. Yeah, on the freeway, you're like, Oh, hey, hey buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a couple years ago when my friend had a scooter, I'd borrow it and go around town and I was it's like the scooter club. You're like, Yeah, you'd honk at each other like scooter man. Scooter Scooter dude Woo! which doesn't have the best connotation ever, Okay.
0: Best part about shaving your head. Go.
1: Um The maintenance, low maintenance, didn't Kay. have to do my hair or anything. Uh uh just owning up to it, I was the proudest moment. Just like, yeah, I did it. Okay. okay. I did it. Worst thing about shaving your head. It's cold. <laughs> That's the worst thing, and I don't have any hair. <laughs> That's the worst thing. Hey, I I have uh, you know great empathy for those that uh, are follicly challenged. Like I, it's a different life. You know, it's different. It's in the winter. It's cold, man. Like as soon as we did it, I was like feeling the warmth from the light. Like the sensitivity of my head was amazing. Plus, I didn't know how high my hairline was. That was a revelation to me. I was like, oh, what's up, Canyons? It
0: looks fine. What's up, Canyons? Settle
1: down. It could be worse. I know. Yeah. No, it, it's No, good. I'm happy. I'm a happy camper. Like, be you want in Spokane. That's the solace for me.
0: What's the next bold prediction, Jerem? Nope.
1: <laughs> Not going
0: there? <laughs> no. No. People are like, no, call it out, because if you say it, it's going to happen. <laughs>
1: Uh, no. You can
0: always put on that hat and just wear it. I could, yeah. if your head gets cold. I'd
1: go snap back. All right. Like snap that. back tourney train hat, baby. Yeah, nothing cooler than wearing a hat from Derek the, con-
0: the conversation is alive 24 7 on Twitter. Things you never thought you'd hear anywhere. Nothing cooler than wearing a hat from Derek <laughs> Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Members are always welcome.
1: Okay, listen up, yo. The West Coast Conference today is going to announce its awards. Player of the Year, Defense Player of the Year, Newcomer of the Year. All ten dudes on the uh, all-West Coast Conference team. The all-freshman team. So we ask, who would get your WCC Player of the Year vote? Use the hashtag BYUSN. At SwishParker5. Kyle Collinsworth. It was close, but that game on Saturday was the difference. All the other guys laid eggs. He was the MVP.
0: There's something to be said about going out with a bang. Strong,
1: nice argument. What we'll have the, you done for me lately? We'll tell you who we think, who, who we'd vote for, and who we think will
0: win. There's a difference. It was BYU's biggest game of the year, and Collins would put together one of his biggest performances of the year. Arguably the conference's biggest game of the year. There you go. Big time. Here are your BYU Sports Nation headlines. What else are we talking about today? Bracketology. BYU in 54 of 77 brackets, including in ESPNs, in the latest bracket matrix, second to last team in. Kyle Collinsworth, West Coast Conference Player of the Week, again, fourth time this season that leads the league. He's McKenna, good at basketball. McKenna Bull, BYU softball pitcher, name. third time Pitcher of the Week. Nobody else wins it, apparently. She'll join us later. Yeah, she, we will talk to McKenna in Studio B. BYU men's volleyball remains fourth in the country. They're at Stanford this week. I am confident BYU will win both of those matches.
1: Yes, and then they have a bye and then they have this huge matchup with UC Irvine, who's considered one of the best teams as well. They're number 3 in the country for first place conceivably and the home streak on the line. There you both of those on BYU TV, 27th, 28th of this month. And I will have like 3 weeks worth of growth on my Come on, team. baby. Bro.
0: <laughs> and then there's this. BYU football underway in the spring.
1: Oh yeah. There's oh, yeah, that, that too. Oh yeah, that started.
0: How about that? The guys <laughs> the on the field running yesterday. Saw him running around the field, singing "Rise and Shout." It was, you know, it was it was a good scene. Cold for sure. Football, Ta-
1: baby. Yes. Here,
0: here is the top news. Taysom Hill. We learned from quarterbacks coach Jason Beck. We told you this on BYU Sports Nation for the first time yesterday, but he will participate in every spring practice drill. He's not going to be in the scrimmages, but the fact that he's out on the field throwing the ball. Working on timing and different things with his receivers is fantastic. He's
1: way ahead of what we thought. Remember back to October, what was it, fourth? You just man, what's going to happen? Is he, he's he's going to miss all of spring. That's great for BYU because McCoy Hill and Hunter Moore, bless their hearts, will do their best. And as uh, Bronco Menhall said yesterday about McCoy Hill, man, he tries hard. He tried really, really hard. I don't. I, I, those guys are like four and five, um, <laughs> probably in the fall, but. Valuable reps for them, good for them, but to have Taysom Hill in there, big time.
0: The next headline from BYU spring football practice day one is Jamal Williams anticipated to be back for Nebraska. He will not participate in any of the drills or anything in spring, but he says he fully anticipates to be ready to go for game number one at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, Nebraska.
1: Broken fibula, different than a torn up knee. So I I don't want Jamal doing anything in spring.
0: Okay. And then he'll be
1: ready to rock in August.
0: The last thing you'll probably be interested to know about in regard to BYU football is 10 different players, according to Bronco Mendenhall, will be disciplined. 10-ish is what he said. Will be disciplined after the fallout of the Miami Beach Bowl brawl. Uh, that's, that's as specific as he got. Yes. He's going to keep the competitive we'll advantage as long later. as he wants. Like, th- those names are not going to be released, and I think that's a wise move by a head coach.
1: Just, yeah, and discipline is the name of the game for spring ball, says Mitch Matthews. It it'll be an interesting spring ball. It's the Nick Kurtz spring to me. He's back too.
0: Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Is he the forgotten star? Yes. Man. Well, he's not a star yet. He was the yeah. He was the fall camp star last year.
1: Stupid. And Nate Carter. Foot. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Stay healthy. Sorry, yeah. Stay healthy.
0: Stay healthy because your first football stay game healthy, is not friends. that far away. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 186. That's it. Michael, Elisa, and I tried to like harmonize. I know, I know, it was bad. <laughs> it was the worst. It was the worst thing ever. <laughs> oh my goodness! It had potential. Michael no. and I have
1: the same uh, haircut. I'm throwing,
0: too. I'm throwing him under the bus. It's your fault, Michael, Elisa. It's <laughs> <laughs> Kyler Halford's for winning and splitting. <laughs> well, we'll get it down. We'll figure it out. On that note, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The best of the West in 2015. We anticipate the West Coast Conference Awards to be announced soon, today. A couple of hours, we don't know. Later today. And after the weekend we just witnessed, the debate becomes that much more heated and interesting, especially for who deserves to be the West Coast Conference Player of the Year. Now, we talked about this a week or so mm-hmm. ago. Now the dynamic mm-hmm. has definitely shifted.
1: Well, a little bit. Not a ton.
0: In favor of, I would say, Kyle Collinsworth. You think that it
1: shifted in favor of Kyle?
0: Because, well, I'm just saying there is... It's there, a Kyle, that's for sure. Are more people talking about what, what Kyle Collinsworth has done because of the way that he finished. It's always Here, a yeah. case of... What have, you, what have you done for me lately? BYU's won six in a row. Kyle Collins with a 20 points, eight rebounds, three assists, and a win at Gonzaga. So for BYU fans, it's like, oh, he's the player of the year. Yeah. Without That's the
1: blue-goggled player of the year vote, for sure. Okay. For sure.
0: But maybe it's not so blue-goggled, is it?
1: I think that Kyle Wiltshire will be the WCC player best of the player year. Best player on the best team. I think he's – that's not my criteria. I think he's the best player in the league. That's why I would vote for him if I had a vote. Now, the 10 coaches get a vote. That's it. They are encouraged to only nominate one player, however, from their team. So Gonzaga has an issue. BYU has an issue. They can nominate more than one. But for BYU, Tyler Haas, he averages 21.7 a game, all-time leading scorer. An amazing player. But what Kyle Collinsworth has done has been amazing. If I had one vote and I was Dave Rose, I'd go Kyle Collinsworth on this. That's not to say Tyler's not valuable.
0: Who won the rebounding rebounding title in conference games?
1: And assist. Kyle Collinsworth in conference play, number one in rebounds and assists in the WCC. And that's the thing. That's amazing. These
0: awards are conference play Only, only. only. Keep that in mind. Yes.
1: Brad Waldo was my vote when we talked about it last time. That has changed because St. Mary's has fallen exactly. from grace. Exactly, that's what
0: I'm saying. For BYU, they've won six in a row.
1: Okay, if Kyle Collinsworth was named WCC Player of the Year, I don't think that people in BYU Sports Nation would be surprised. And if Kyle Wilcher was named it, I don't think we'd be surprised no. either. It's not Pangos to me. He's had he's taken a backseat to a great team. Like he's the leader of that team, he's not the best player on that team though. We'll ask. And luckily, it's not value. Defining value is so weird. It's to me, and, and the WCC does not define this. Is it the best player? Is it va- the most valuable? I don't know. Most valuable is clearly Collinsworth to BYU, right, of any team. Maybe Walter to St. Mary's. Well, some
0: Gonzaga fans would argue that it's Kevin Pangos well, to Gonzaga. You could lose Pangos, and you'd of... still
1: win the league to me with Gonzaga. We'll They're ask, that good.
0: We'll ask ESPN's Roxy Bernstein, who he would give his vote to for the West Coast Conference Player of the Year in about 10 minutes. Uh, right now, I do want to talk about this, however, Jerem, and, and that is if you are Dave Rose or Mark, Kyle or Mark Few, and Kyle. you're encouraged to only nomi- Kyle you're only encouraged to nominate one player.
1: I nominate Kyle Chilton, Kyle <laughs> Chilton. Now that, that that would be tough to do. Like who, who, would, who would you vote if you're Dave Rose? Who do <sighs> you nominate if you only did one for BYU besides <sighs> um, besides Ryan Andrews. Man, it's it's Kyle Collinsworth by a hair over Tyler Hawks. Tyler is so valuable. But Kyle gets the nod in this.
0: Tyler is the most, in my opinion, the most consistent player in the West Coast. Yeah,
1: conference. and we don't have to defend his awesomeness. No, I think he's it speaks amazing, for itself. But but
0: in terms of like what you've this done in conf in conference games yeah. alone, four triple doubles, winning the rebound and title assist. and the assist title, and being a good defender. And scoring thirteen, fourteen points a game, like that's that's tough to beat. So I think Kyle by a hair this year over Tyler. How about Gonzaga? I say Wilcher? Kyle Wilcher.
1: Okay. Yeah. So the Kyles. It's down to those two to me. I think that because of the way St. Mary's played down the stretch, Waldo did not put himself in a, a good position to be nominated for this. He was on it. First half, Brad Waldo was th- with Wilcher. Yeah. It was those two. But it's a uh, Kyle. We'll find out today, player of the year, who's it going to be. Because Wiltshire will be the newcomer of the year as well.
0: Now, Pangos is an interesting case because his numbers aren't like, whoa.
1: 11.6 a game, but five assists a game.
0: How many turnovers does he average per game? Why would you this ask is, me a question this I don't know? Is right? crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. Because I know the answer to this.
1: Oh, just say it then.
0: It's one. It's right around one. He
1: only averages one turnover game. Five, five to, five to one, one
0: assist to turnover
1: ratio. Yeah, he's really he. That's yeah, he's unbelievable. He's not the best player in the league, though. Yeah. If that's what it is, who would you, who would you vote for? Use the hashtag #BYUSN. We want to know.
0: We asked Jay Billis of ESPN who would he give his vote to, and uh, he made no beans about it. He is all aboard the KC five train.
2: He's got a great all-around game. And for anybody to put up a triple-double, I don't care who it's against, is noteworthy. For somebody to do it five times in one year, when in the college game it's only a 40-minute game, it's really hard to do, uh, that's incredibly impressive. He's a really good player, and he plays incredibly hard. And to do it in all those different categories is really, really awesome.
0: Jay Billis on Kyle Collinsworth, I'm sure that Jay Billis, hair bud. Exactly! You should tweet him a picture and say, you know what, you inspired me, Jay. That would be a lie. (laughs) He's obviously high on Kyle Collinsworth, and that opinion's only going to go higher after what he saw Kyle do against Gonzaga on Saturday night with the 28 rebounds and three assists. Jeremy, you've come up with a new statistical category.
1: Probably not, but we'll say so.
0: Well, no, it's yours, man. I'm giving
1: it to you. Which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 30.2. Kyle Collinsworth averaged 30.2, what I'm calling... Parbs. Parbs. Great parbs. <laughs> Points, assists, rebounds, blocks, steals. Okay, parbs. the five individual categories. This is the double J parbs. Kyle Collinsworth had a team leading 30.2 average. Okay, among the five dudes that we've mentioned as WCC player of the year candidates, Haas, Collinsworth, Wilshire Pangos, Waldo. Collinsworth's second on that list in parbs. Two? Brad Waldo, mm. 33.4. So overall, what are you contributing individually? Points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, carbs. It goes Waldo at thirty-three point four, Collinsworth, and then it's Hawes twenty-nine point eight. He's only .4 behind Kyle Collinsworth because he scores so many points. Well,
0: and he averages almost five rebounds as well.
1: Four point four. That's, that's a not bad. For number that's with not him. bad for yep. a big guard. Yep. And then uh, Wilcher twenty-five point three, and then Pangos just at 20.0. That's per game.
0: Our BYU Sports Nation All West Coast Conference team. By the way, we will get to a little bit later. We have picked out what we feel the are dudes. the ten best players in the WCC. Okay, and there are a number of guys. we It was considered. hard to come up
1: with the set, The first seven were easy, but then the, the last, last three, three were like, hard. Ooh, yeah, you're
0: splitting hairs at that point. Let's get back to the Twitter machine.
3: It's Twitter time.
0: Who would get your West Coast Conference Player of the Year vote? At Carson underscore Dudley says, "Gotta give it to Hawes, top five scorer in the nation again, breaking records. Top twenty Wooden Award finalist. Didn't
1: end on a great note, unfortunately. Th-
0: that, that
1: that that will hurt him today. I think it
0: matters. Just like it matters for teams to play well in the going into the selection Sunday, it matters yeah, how you finish. He'll be
1: first team. He's everyone knows he's good. He just won't be the player of the year."
0: Up next on BYU Sports Nation, ESPN play-by-play man Roxy Bernstein on who he'd give his WCC Player of the Year nod to. BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Learn more at CougarClub.com, and welcome to the club. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on a Tuesday. In BYU, on BYU TV rather, not inside.
1: On on the BYU TV. In
0: the actual TV. No, uh, on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or at BYUsportsNation.com.
1: Don't forget, we'll be at the West Coast Conference Basketball Championship starting Thursday. BYU Sports Nation will be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. Plus, live games on BYU TV from the men and women's side. Don't miss it.
0: Kyle Collinsworth wins a fourth West Coast Conference Player of the Week. We will learn later today who the West Coast Conference Player of the Year is. That one of many topics we want to bring up with our good friend Roxy Bernstein of ESPN. Roxy, I hope you are not getting tired of coming on BYU Sports
2: Nation. Gosh, no, guys. It's always fun. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it in studio like last time, but I don't have a game at BYU tonight, so that's why it has to, I guess, be over the phone. Oh, hey, hey. right, I would like to be there to see the shaved head in person.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Twitter avatar kind of tells the story. The mid-shave.
2: <laughs> but that's always the best, isn't it, Jeremy? The you know, mid-shave, that's always a really good look.
1: Yeah, in fifth grade it wasn't working for me. I don't know why it worked now. Oh, Roxy Bernstein with us
0: on BYU Sports Nation Roxy, BYU wins at Gonzaga. What was your reaction to the Cougars ending the nation's longest home win streak at 41 games?
2: Well, I watched it, so I got to see it so I didn't necessarily, wasn't caught off guard by a lot of people probably who didn't see the game and just saw the score but I'm not going to say I saw this coming because I'd be lying to you if I did in terms of Okay, this was the game that Gonzaga was going to lose. But I had seen signs that they were vulnerable, and they weren't playing as crisp as they were earlier in the year. Um, I had their game a few weeks ago in Santa Clara, and they really struggled, especially taking care of the ball in that game. And they trailed at halftime. And then I did the game Thursday night right before the BYU game where they struggled with San Diego for a while before they finally put the Toreros away. I just I, I noticed they weren't playing as well as they were earlier in the year. Maybe this is what they needed. They flirted with danger, came back from 17 down to win in Moraga against St. Mary's. And Mark Pew had told me we're trying to treat that as our loss in, in terms of trying to get the motivation back and trying to figure some things out and learning from that. And maybe for them this is a good thing that they lost to BYU in terms of that can get their guys refocused for the task at hand in Vegas this week, but that was a tremendous performance by BYU, and I, was, I wasn't I was surprised to see how well BYU played there. Maybe the result is a little surprising to people because they don't expect Gonzaga to lose at home, but that was a tremendous performance by the Cougars on the road.
1: Let's talk about the West Coast Conference Tournament now and BYU in that context uh, with bracketology. Do you think BYU has to get to the, t- the title game against Gonzaga to have a chance to get into the NCAA Tournament?
2: Yeah, I do, because right now, if you look at you know Joe Lunardi, who's ESPN's bracketologist, any of those predictions out there, BYU is on the bubble, and maybe that win against Gonzaga helped put them in as of right now. But there's still work to do, and I think BYU not only did they benefit from the win against Gonzaga, but it sets them up in a better spot for the WCC tournament. Because if you're the three-seed, which St. Mary's is now because of their loss and BYU's win, they're playing a a team that's rested in Portland that's just focused all week on trying to beat St. Mary's. Where for BYU, they're waiting on a team that's playing the night before. And Santa Clara, LMU have to worry about going up against one another before they can turn the page and get to BYU. I think that's a big advantage for BYU in terms of their preparations. Yes, they don't know who they're going to play. But the big win for Dave Rose and company is they're playing a team that had to gut it out the night before and play a hard 40-minute basketball game.
0: BYU in a good situation, obviously, after what you just explained for their quarterfinal matchup. But let's say that the Cougars, for some reason, lose in the semifinals. Do you not see any way they get in that large bid if they don't get to the finals of the West Coast Conference Tournament?
2: I think, I think Spencer it will be hard because it – when you look at these conference tournaments and people are going to be knocking each other off, but it's expected of BYU, I think at this point, if they're going to make it into the field, they can't lose before the the Zaga. They can't lose to St. Mary's. And in all likelihood, that's the semifinal we're going to be looking at. And we know St. Mary's is a good team. In all likelihood for the Gales, if they don't win the WCC tournament, they're going to be in the NIT. But I don't think the committee will value that loss in terms of uh, on the heels of the win against Gonzaga. I don't think that'll be enough. So I I think that, yes, BYU does have to get to the championship in Las Vegas and play against Gonzaga. And if they happen to lose to Gonzaga, I think they're still in.
1: Yeah, it's a weird place for BYU to be in because there's pressure for BYU to get to Tuesday, uh, yet they feel like they could probably win the whole thing because they just beat Gonzaga. Uh, Let's turn the page to the player of the year. Uh, which is expected to be announced today, the WCC Awards. A couple weeks ago we talked to you about this, and it's, it's a weird deal because it's probably, I don't know, Kyle Wilcher, if I had to pick one, but Kyle Collinsworth certainly made a statement on Saturday. Is there any way a BYU player wins this thing to you?
2: Well, you know how I like to turn things back on you guys and question you guys off your <laughs> question? So here's my question back to you. When you're looking at the player of the year for the WCC, and I've always had this kind of debate Are we looking at the most outstanding player or is it the most valuable player? And I've always kind of had that tough issue to deal with when I'm looking at this award. And so what is the award defined at? Is it the most valuable or is it the most outstanding or the best individual player? How do you guys perceive the award?
0: Uh, we see it the most outstanding because Jeremy, who's the best he, player, he, hate, he hates to tackle the value factor. Like
1: Steve Nash wasn't the MVP of the NBA; he wasn't the best. Like he, MVP, yes, but they should just call it best player. Uh, to me, it's best player. What do you think?
2: Well, I, I think it, it should be determined by the WCC people. What are they looking at in this award? It's—I vote for the Heisman, as you guys know. Yeah. And there's no real guidelines for us to follow. Is it the most valuable player? Is it the best player? and they don't really give us any guidelines on how to vote and what to follow, and we just kind of have to go with our instinct and what is right in terms of voting for that prestigious award. Well, here's the same thing. For if I'm going with the most valuable player, to me it's, it's Collsworth because of everything he does for BYU. Scores, rebounds, assists, defends, you name it, he does it. But at the same time, you look at Kevin Pangos and what he means to Gonzaga and how valuable he is. Wilcher is the, is the best scorer, but he really struggled these last couple of games. And I, I think it was a big reason why BYU won the game was that Kyle Wilcher did not play well. And he had some open looks and could have knocked some shots down, and he didn't do it. And Kyle were stepped up when his team needed him to, to be the best player on the floor. I thought he was the best player on the floor in the game. Saturday night. I thought Skylar Hallford had a tremendous game for, for BYU. But to me, I, I think when I look at the award and everything he does for BYU, Collinsworth is the MVP.
0: ESPN play-by-play, Roxy Bernstein with us on BYU Sports Nation. We're going to throw another tough question at you, Roxy.
2: Okay, get Go ready ahead. for me, spinning it back at All you. right, Go ahead. <laughs> we're ready, baby. Woo! <laughs> if you
0: are Mark Few, because coaches are encouraged to nominate only one player, as a a candidate for the player of the year from their respective teams. If you're Mark Few, who are you you nominating? Pangos? Wilcher? Who's it?
2: Boy. To me, yeah, I guess it is Pangos. But that's the the beauty, I guess, of their team in his eyes, is they have so much versatility and depth. And put it this way, if you took Kevin Pangos off Gonzaga, they'd still be really good. And I, I don't know they certainly wouldn't be this good. But if you took Collinsworth off BYU, how good would the Cougars be with everything he does for BYU? So I, I think that's what separates the two in my eyes. But if I'm Mark few and I can only vote for one guy on my team who's my most valuable, yeah, I'd, I'd probably have to just give the nod to Pangos because he's a senior on top of it. I could very easily come up with Gary Bell, even though he doesn't put up the numbers, because of everything that Gary Bell does for Gonzaga. That's how versatile that team is.
1: How about How about Dave Rose? You can uh, nominate one guy. Hard not to nominate Tyler Haas for what he's done, but it, it seems like Collinsworth is your pick there too, right?
2: Yeah, it is. It has to be. And nothing look, you can't take for granted what Tyler Haas does. He's become the all-time leading scorer in the history of the school and he's one of the best scorers in college basketball. But and but I just think that everything that Kyle does in the rebounding, the defense, and the way he runs the team, and how versatile he is, that's why I'd give the nod to Kyle over over Tyler. Nothing against Tyler, but I, I think Kyle's the heart and soul of that team.
0: Roxy, you're a very busy man this time of year. What is your favorite part of tournament week leading up to the NCAA tournament?
2: In terms of after the brackets are announced, or are we talking during championship week? Championship leading up to week. The, yeah, the le- brackets leading announced?
0: up to the brackets.
2: I just love all the conference tournaments. I think it's great with everything that's on the line and it's not necessarily the, the big power conferences guys, you know, where okay, you're going to have the SEC and the Big 12 and the and the Pac-12 and all the Big 10 and all the leagues We already know, for the most part, who's going to go to the tournament. And, for example, the Pac-12, if Arizona doesn't happen to win the Pac-12 tournament, they're still going to be in the tournament. But I always get a thrill off the smaller, the mid-major conferences, and not even the WCC, because I put the WCC above, considering two, three teams routinely go for the WCC. But it's leagues like the Big Sky, the, the Big West, where you know it's a one-bid league and everything is on the line for those teams. I think that's w- really what it jumps out to me about the week leading up to the brackets being announced.
1: And it's interesting because the WCC is probably staring at a one big league if BYU doesn't get to Tuesday night.
2: If, yeah, but the opportunity is there for, for BYU to do it. And they put themselves, guys, in a good spot now where they've given them a little bit of margin for error in terms of before the Gonzaga win if let's say they'd lost that game Saturday night, in all likelihood, they would have had to have won the WCC tournament to get in, uh, which I, I, it's mind-boggling to me because I, the eye test tells me that BYU is a tournament team. From what I've seen for them, and you guys know, I've seen them enough. This is a good basketball team. So that win gives them a little bit margin for error. Now they're in a good spot where they know they have a little bit of, or at least they think they have a little bit of breathing room, although Dave Rose certainly won't approach it that way.
0: Follow him at Roxy Bernstein on the Twitter machine. Roxy, what's your next project?
2: My next project is I got the running utes on Thursday night in the beautiful Palouse, in Pullman. uh uh-huh. <laughs> Washington State, Utah. That's my next game on nice. ESPNU Thursday night.
0: All right. We'll check them out on Thursday night. The Utes and the Cougars. I'm guessing that BYU fans will be rooting for the other Cougars from Pullman. Just a guess.
2: Hey, you know, it doesn't take much to figure out the Cougars, I guess, are good on Thursday, right?
1: <laughs> the fighting Mike Leach's.
2: <laughs> well, the fighting Ernie Kent this time.
1: Yeah,
0: that's right. Hey, Roxy, great to talk to you again. Thanks for the time.
2: You got it, guys. Anytime.
0: Roxy Bernstein on the West Coast Conference Player of the Year, who it should be, and saying that there's still work to do for BYU in terms of making the big dance. Certainly, I think collectively we all feel that there is still work to do, but just how much? That's that's the question. Okay, Let, That brings us to our daily
2: RPI update. It's the daily RPI Watch on BYU Sports Nation. The BYU Cougars in at number 38 today. The
0: same He's spot the they were too? yesterday. No, I'm not. 38? Hey, Listen to this: BYU four and four against the RPI top 65. Okay, against the 65 yeah, why is top 50 the cut teams. Line? Okay, it's exactly. So they're we're one. We're raging in, here, so but no, yeah, they're one and three against the top 50. Four and four what against the top 65.
1: What if someone's 51? They're out. So. You, that's that's a tough cutoff. Like, you can't be that black and white. It's nice to see quality wins on our graphic. It says Gonzaga. Yes! Bad losses are generally
0: with teams that have an RPI over 150. Pepperdine, San Diego, both sub 150 now.
1: Oh, no bad losses. Because they finished top five
0: in the WCC. So while they feel bad, according to the RPI, <laughs>
1: it, Well put. It
0: may not be the case. Oh, we
1: all felt terrible. <laughs> it, didn't feel, it felt like a uh, bad loss. <laughs> so you don't tell me a number, 150. With feel. the generous
0: support of the Cougar Club, BYU 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation. Learn more at CougarClub.com. And welcome to the club. Up next, jamming with do. Jeff Judkins on the show. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, simulcast on BYU Radio, and moving pictures on BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Join us by using the hashtag BYUSN.
1: This week, the basketball championships begin at the West Coast Conference Tournament at the Orleans in Las Vegas, Nevada. We will be there starting Thursday morning, noon Eastern, same time, one hour earlier for us, 9 a.m. instead of 10 a.m. Yeah. Pacific time zone. That'll be fun. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, we'll be there doing games. Women's games, men's games, BYU Sports Nation. So check me out. Our lives will revolve around the Orleans Arena. <laughs> yes. That's my favorite and minor league hockey venue in the United States.
0: Is that the only minor league hockey venue you know other than the East Center? Maverick Center. The no. Maverick Center?
1: Oh, it's not a minor league hockey venue anymore? Maverick Center, is it? The Orleans is not.
0: Oh, I like how
1: it looks like we're just chatting. Meanwhile, Ben Bagley and I are just like it's not anymore. He's there to set what a the Maverick Center. He's yeah. there to he's there to help us out. Are we, are we back on?
0: Who would get your West Coast Conference Player of the Year vote? Use the hashtag byusn at t underscore stin says Kyle Collinsworth for his ability to fill up every category on the stat sheet and bring the energy. Yeah, there's there's some things to that. Uh, Jeff Judkins has just joined us in the studio. Good to have him back on the show, jamming with Juddy, Coach. Sort of uh, a
1: hair hair bud. Yeah, what's going sort on, of? man?
0: What's sort going of? on, brother?
3: Did, did, what? Wow, yeah,
1: yeah. That, <laughs> that's my bad. That got so weird. <laughs> <laughs> what do you the think? Handshake, of my, the handshake. You, was. Well, I got weird. What do you think of my haircut? Think you look clean? You know, what you when you're trying to really get sharp and? Did you hear what happened? No. So three weeks ago, after the Pepperdine loss, I said, "If BYU wins at Gonzaga, I'll shave my head." Oh, wow. So yesterday we shaved my head.
3: Oh, that's awesome. Way to go. Way to to stick through it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And the cost is this.
3: (laughs) Hey, you look good, man. You don't have to get your hair cut for a while. That's true. Save a couple bucks. (laughs) Yeah, you're in (laughs) style. Am I? Yeah, everyone's short hair, do not they? Because Michael Jordan has it.
1: Yeah. Uncle Mike. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I call him.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Coach.
0: Uh, you, we missed you last week, but uh, we, we heard that uh, you have a new grandbaby.
3: Congratulations. Yeah, my uh, my daughter Jamie, uh, Monday night about 2 o'clock in the morning, called and said, I'm going to the hospital. And so uh, my wife went, and then I told her to call me when she, the baby's close, and I never heard anything. So about 6.30 in the morning, she ended up calling and said, hey, I think she's going to have it. So I said, do I have time to go get a haircut and get there? And she said, I think you can make it. So I went and got a haircut, and then hurrying and got there and got right there exactly when the doctor walked in and was ready to go. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, they're gonna—they named him Nixon Matthew, um, and uh, everything went great. So
0: that's the thing about about being a coach is everybody forgets that. The, oh yeah, life life goes on outside of what you have to focus so much energy and attention to.
3: It it does, and sometimes you lose that focus. You know, sometimes you just have to be. I say it, put on the smacked a little bit and said, "Hey, you're still alive and <clears throat> still going." And and uh but the season assumes consumes you a lot, you know. It, it with trying to do everything and travel and all that. Sometimes you just don't really consider the nice thing about uh, BYU that I've enjoyed is that we don't do anything on Sunday, so you get the spiritual part of the week. Where sometimes other schools you practice and playing games and all those things and makes it a little more difficult. Also, Kristen Riley had her baby. You know, she sent the me Former
1: W C C or Mountain West player yeah, there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. She had her baby, I think, on Thursday. A little girl. Very nice. She named it Bo. So B E A U X? Yeah. No, B E A U. Oh, she did did no, like A like U Hodge. Yeah. Like Bo, the French like U. But But, um, she, but so, she yeah, that's great. Yeah, she's like so, Bo Hodge. Yeah, that's what it is, so She's excited. Fantastic.
1: Well, it was great to have you on the show, Coach.
3: Thanks, man. It's nice to be here. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> At Dan underscore Nielsen, one of your assistant coaches, who has a uh, full head of hair. You got to work on your handshake game. That's probably to me. I apologize for that. You guys kind of had like this. Well, I had I had knucks, and then I changed to high five. Yeah. And and Coach is a confident dude, so he stayed knucks. <laughs> That's my it bad. created
0: the stick shift scenario like Yes, it did. It's like, I could
1: have gone into third gear uh, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. We just don't yeah. know anymore, do we? I d I don't know. It's the postseason. <laughs> we're into the postseason. So okay, regular seasons uh season's over. You end up as the five seed. What is the challenge in front of you now as the five seed going into Vegas?
3: Well, we're gonna have to if we win our game Thursday, we will have to play Gonzaga and they they won the league and the girls they played very well Saturday against us and Beat us at home, so they have a lot of confidence. Probably going in the tournament, the advantage for us. And I know people <clears throat> don't realize that you got to beat them anyway. What's the difference of beating them in the semifinals or finals? We would have th- four what Friday, Saturday, Sunday to get ready for them. Gives us time to rest. Gives us time to have opportunities. So I think for that part of it, it's probably advantage.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Thursday night you play at eight o'clock. And if you can hold on against St. Mary's, which is another intriguing first-round matchup, you get some serious time to rest and recuperate, preparing for what we believe will be a semifinal against Gonzaga.
3: Yeah, I, if you ask me right now, that would be the best situation for us would be have that rest and play them instead of playing them back-to-back back because of their their depth. That That's where they beat us Saturday night. She subs and she doesn't lose as much. With their, with their subs, and I think that that's, that's, that's a, their advantage. So for us, uh, Monday would be better. Um, the disadvantage is, of course, we won't practice on Sunday. We, won't, we really won't do anything, and, and the, but, but we've been used to it. We've had a couple of tournaments this year. We've had a couple of games that we've had to deal with it, so um, I think we'll be fine. Uh, today
1: the West Coast <laughs> Conference Awards will be announced. Uh, on the men's side, uh, who
3: would you vote for if you had a vote? If I was voting before the Gonzaga game, I would have voted for one of the Gonzaga players. Wilcher, or yeah, but, yeah, one of those two. But after that game, it, to me, it's it's a no-brainer. It's it's either Kyle or or uh, Tyler, and probably a performance that he had for that big a game. It probably be Kyle, in, in my opinion. Um, I mean, he had an awesome game. He made. He didn't make a few plays. He made several plays down the stretch. To me, the key of the game was when he hustled and tipped the ball away from the guy on a three-on-two. Yes. And then he got the ball and ended up scoring it. And then, of course, his last shot where he misses it. This is the kind of player he is. He misses the shot. Instead of worrying about it, he falls and gets the rebound and puts it back in. Um, So if I had had been because of that, that's, that's who I would have voted for. Now, this is
0: an interesting uh, thing for coaches in the West Coast Conference because you're encouraged to only vote for one. But you look at a guy like Mark Few, who has Pangos in a Dave Rose has Tyler Hawes and Kyle Collins. Even you have Morgan Bailey and, and Lexi Eaton. So yeah, you, you nominate or encouraged to nominate only one player. How tough is that to, uh, to only go with one player? Or do you just say, you know what, I'm nominating two? <clears throat>
3: um, I nominate two. And I think, I'm sure Dave did, and I'm sure um, nobody else in the women's league did it. Well, I was the only one that did it, had two. But I, I think they deserve it. I mean, just because you got two good players on your team doesn't mean you can't put their names down. Lexi is leading scorer in the conference, you know, and she's in every category. And and Bailey is the fourth leading scorer in the league, leading rebounder, top ten in assist, you know, leading field goal percentage. Um more people had to worry about those two than anybody else, so it, it might hurt them when they start looking into who to vote. But hopefully coaches look at it and vote for the vote for the who think the best player is. And um, you know, I think one of those two have definitely got to be in the in the top in the top four. I mean, I, I can only think of two other players that might have a shot at it, in my opinion. I think it's the same with BYU men. I think Kyle and and Tyler should both be in it, and probably the two guys from Gonzaga. And, and, and St. Mary's. Those are the five guys that I would think, uh, their, I can't remember his name, but their center um, would be the five people that I would look at. Did you already vote? I you voted, already turned all this in? I voted, uh, I voted Saturday night after our game. When was it due? It was, it was due yesterday.
1: Due yesterday, okay.
3: And we want
0: to deliver you some BYU Sports Nation karma as you head to Las Vegas. But it will be amplified if you can find the bowl that you brought back from Spain. Yeah, you, Some, won't,
3: you won't believe what happened.
0: Somewhere in the abyss of no, your truck. You <laughs> will not, no,
3: you will not believe what happened. I don't know how to talk to Dan, but I found it. Okay. <clears throat> I carried it to go put it in my truck last night. What? And it had it in a box, and it the box it, the bottom fell out of it. <laughs> And it fell on the ground, and, and the legs got broken. Oh! Super <laughs> glue! So super glue! I'm going to no! have to go see if I can glue it, but I'm going, you're kidding me. This is this has been something I've tried to... I, I found it in my truck.
1: Since what, August?
3: <laughs> no, he gave it to me only a month ago. So well, not, I mean, it was purchased in August, Yeah, right? Yeah, And I had it in my truck. Oh, he gave it to me God. about a month ago, and <laughs> I didn't bring my truck the one day I had it in, and then I whatever, and then I, I'm hauling it out last night. and snowing like crazy in Salt Lake, and I thought, I'm thought i going to get that because I'm taking another car who's going to drive <laughs> to work today, and, and it slips out of the thing and breaks. I go, this must this Listen. must be where it, you know. When so, you, when you, it's when you get it something. to
0: us, you, when you deliver to us, when whatever shape or form, the effort will will award you the karma. <laughs> we'll yeah, no, we're I'm giving, giving
1: gonna... it anyways. <laughs> karma for Vegas. We'll see you down there. Okay, we're excited. Yeah, the it should be a lot games. of fun.
3: Hopefully we can Come out and play our best basketball. Nice. nice. See, nice. I, think it out. I think we're due. Awesome. <laughs> BYU, the ladies looking to go on a run. The men,
0: well, they're trying to push their way through the bubble. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the pitcher of the week. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the cleanly shaven Jerem Jordan.
1: I like to think that I'm the Mr. Clean of this show now. Hey, coming up uh, Thursday, two days away, the West Coast Conference Basketball Championships begin in Las Vegas. We'll be down there, BYU Sports Station, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, We'll be doing games for men, eight women. It's going to be fun. Our Twitter
0: question today, who would you give your West Coast Conference Player of the Year vote to? Use the hashtag BYUSN. An early candidate for the West Coast Conference softball Pitcher of the Year is joining us in Studio B for a second time, McKenna Bull. McKenna, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Okay, you just got back from Mexico, and uh, the first time ever in NCAA history that uh, regular season games were played outside of the country. How was that experience?
4: I mean, it was really fun. It was exciting to get out of the country. It was my first time out of the country, and I mean, it was just fun, and winning all four games was even better.
1: When did you find out you were going to play in Mexico?
4: Um, we found out at the beginning of the season, like when we first came back and it was just like, Oh my gosh, this is the best year ever.
1: (laughs) So
0: you had to get passports, all of you, right? Yeah.
4: That was a process. That really was a process. But I mean, we got our passports and we got to go to Mexico. I mean, couldn't be better.
1: And you go four and oh, that was fantastic. You beat Nevada, Northern Colorado, Southern Illinois twice. Uh, other than winning, what was the best part about hanging out at Puerto Vallarta? <laughs> nice. Getting... That was so white.
4: <laughs> going to the beach was awesome. I mean, I love when we get downtime and we get to go to the beach and lay out and work on our tans. So, I mean,
0: uh, you were doing hom- you were doing homework though, right? Like you were uh, on the beach.
4: <laughs> I mean. <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. Absolutely not. That's for the academic advisors yeah, to assist with after the fact. McSpencer,
0: McKenna, you have... You that's b o a spring break. Exactly. You didn't
1: have a spring break. That was your spring you break. Had that was my own. spring break. Yeah.
0: That is fantastic. You are responsible for all 13 wins for the BYU softball team this year. Uh, how's your How's your arm feeling at this point?
4: I mean, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm getting my strength back up and, I mean, ready to go for this weekend. So...
1: Where's the line of uh, dependence on your arm with this team, since you do have all the wins? Because uh, it, the first thing I did at BYU was get involved with the softball team. And I learned, oh, it's not the same as baseball, where the overhand motion, you can't pitch the next day, mm. really. But you can, you can do a doubleheader in one day and be okay, right? Yeah, I can. So where's the line of, hey, coach, my arm's probably too tired to go every day for several days or whatever?
4: I mean, I guess it's just up to my body and, like, me communicating with my coaches and telling them how much I can throw or when I can throw and all that.
1: How much uh, How much have you pitched? Like, what's the most you've pitched in a short amount of time before?
4: Um, I've probably pitched about five games in a day during, like, my high school career during summer ball. But wow. in college, we only play about two games a day, and so... Fourteen innings, I bet is about my
0: only fourteen wow. innings a day. Only
4: fourteen innings.
0: Wow,
1: two so two full games. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we need to work out some sort of deal with Coach Eakin that when you win the conference pitcher of the week award, like you get some sort of
1: bonus. I don't know. <laughs> what what or are something. you inferring? NCAA violations? What are you no, talking I'm about? I'm just
0: saying she's won it three times. Like there's there's got to be some an added sort of <laughs> benefit.
1: That would be an issue. That would be an issue. I don't,
0: I'm not saying break the rules. Why don't
1: we get, like, a 90s printer with the awesome paper on the side and print you, like, an official certificate Yeah, I don't know. Your teammates I mean,
0: take you at the dinner or something. I don't know.
1: That would be okay, I think. <laughs> I don't even know all the rules. Compliance would be all over that. What do you get for winning Pitcher of the Week? the WCC? I don't like an know. E- an email?
4: P- an email, a plaque, something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> an, Hopefully email. something
4: cool. Street
1: cred? It's in your, your trash She has
0: three trash emails right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even know because they went to my Pitcher of the Week awards. <laughs> Last week, 0.58 earned run average, 21 strikeouts, 24 innings pitched. The opponents batted 182 against you. What's working so well for you? You said you're getting your strength back up, but there's obviously other things going right.
4: I mean, in the off season, I worked really hard on making sure all my spins were right so I'd have tighter spins and more movement. And, I mean, I guess that's just really paying off right now. And so I'm able to keep ahead of the hitters and go the full game without them being able to catch up with my spins.
1: What are your pitches?
4: Um, I throw a rise, a drop, a curve, a screw, and a change.
1: Is there
0: a pitch that you don't throw? No. <laughs> what other pitches are there in softball?
4: I mean, that's pretty much it. Some people have their like specialty pitches, like a drop curve. or But, I mean, I just stick to the basics, and they work for me.
1: I don't know if you knew this, but you're sitting next to two softball champions. Oh. We won the intramural championship during the summer. I won't tell you what level, but we won it. Yeah. Would we have a chance in the batter's box against you?
4: I mean, you can try. Do
1: we need to line this up. <laughs> that was a humble
0: brag. We, that was we, awesome. We need, to, we need to line this up. If I could like, make contact
1: on a pitch, That's I'd good That's kind I'd of the goal. I just want myself. to foul one off. That, that would be the goal. Good grief. What would you throw? Okay, first pitch, we're in the box with you. What's, what's going on? What probably pitch are you throwing?
4: jam you with an inside rise.
1: Yeah. Nice. Then, jam and you and with was, an inside <laughs> rise. A little uh, chin music. I would be scared to death at that point and probably just show Bunt. I would slap my way to first.
0: Oh, my goodness. Congratulations on your success down in, in Mexico and on a third West Coast Conference Pitcher of the Week award up next, University of Tennessee tournament, uh, where apparently it's snowing and there's ice. So, yeah, uh, a little bit different than Mexico.
4: A, a little bit, yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks, McKenna. Good luck. Thanks. Bold prediction. BYU women's softball will win a fifth consecutive conference championship. That's not bold, dude. Okay, non-bold prediction. Will BYU you shave will your head if BYU wins the softball championship? No, I will not do that. <laughs> Come on, join us. I'll bo- shave do my head if bo- BYU goes to the final four. Oh,
2: whoa. There whoa. you go.
0: There you go. BYU Sports Station presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it
1: most. Which. It's time for the Cougar whip Around. Football. Spring football, the third biggest sport at BYU, officially started yesterday. Jason is participating in every spring practice drill, minus scrimmages. Jamal Williams will not play in the spring, but said he's expected to be back against Nebraska. The Cougars will practice again tomorrow. Also, CBS Sports ranks BYU 24th in its pre-spring power poll. The Cougars are ranked!
0: Wait, 24th? Yeah, Men's basketball. Kyle Collins was named the West Coast Conference Player of the Week for the fourth time this season. Leads the league. Yeah. After strong performances at Portland and Gonzaga, he averaged 17.5 points a game. Seven rebounds, seven assists. Is that good? The Cougars are also five out in the AP Top
1: 25. Wow. Softball. Cougar sophomore McKenna Bull, who we just spoke with, earned WCC Pitcher of the Week for the third straight time. Mercedes O'Connor won the WCC Player of the Week. After eight RBIs last week. Men's,
0: Men's volleyball. volleyball. The Cougars ranked fourth again in the polls after sweeping Ball State last weekend. They'll travel to Stanford later this week. Now, we, t- we told you that we had picked out ten players for our all-WCC team. Here you go. I'll call out the first There's five. 70 seconds. Jeremy, you have the last five. Okay. Top five. Kyle Collinsworth, Kevin Pangos, Tyler Haas, Kyle Wiltshire is a stretch for. Brad Waldo.
1: Stacey Davis, Johnny D, and then the next three were hard. We go with Karnowski, Payne, and Brandon Clark. Those are our BYU Sports Nation, all WCC team. Congratulations Woo! to those 10 guys. The official one will come out later today. No, this is the official one, man. I mean, man. the league's version.
0: <laughs> Today's Rise of Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. And you need it most, DexterLaw.com. She has 13 wins. All 13 wins for BYU softball McKenna Bull. We found the
1: Bull. She came in studio. Oh, that's right. Thanks to Jeff Judkins, Roxy Bernstein, McKenna Bowl, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. Who would
0: get your West Coast Conference Player of the Year vote? Cast that vote using the hashtag BYUSN. Thanks Will to Church. Jeff Judkins, Roxy Bernstein, and McKenna Bowl. The show on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN for Jerem. I am Spencer. Shout out to... Who did we have in there? Jared Miller. Yeah, Jared I Miller! I forgot who we put in
1: there.
0: We're back to work at noon Eastern.
3: Basketball and baseball player.